They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them type conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978. The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great. 45, 42 Prescott, that's where I'm from. Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums. As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat. In my own lane, no. Far from where they crashing that dumb bar graduate. The game, I done mastered it. Served in the Navy, look. Y'all don't know the half of it. Pops passing no one. Moms passed last year. I know they up in heaven smiling down, crying mad tears. Cause they saw I'm making it. No telling where I'm taking it. My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it. Coach that went high in 15 in one state. Seen the fork in the road and went straight. I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you tuning in every Sunday. It's truly appreciate it. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the like button, comment, share. Uh, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Helps us out a lot. Um, let's continue uh, to speak out against all forms of racism and injustice. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Uh, make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks, virtually clear blue blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful light from your digital screens so you'll have less eye strain. Makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com slash gaming or follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode is episode 25, Dress for Success for with P.K. Kirksey, and it's definitely going to make sense uh, at the end of this interview. Um, he's, he's done a, a, a lot of great things, uh, especially in Brooklyn, but uh, impacting the world with what he does. Uh, P.K. Kirksey is the founder of That Suits You, a nonprofit organization that provides suits to deserving men partners with NYC schools to teach, train, and motivate young people, and offers training to overall assistants with certified job programs throughout New York City and beyond. They have suited almost 9,000 people and counting, 9,000 men and counting. Um, he's authored two books, Suited for Success and Suited for Success Volume 2. Uh, as y'all know, I don't like to do too much talking for my guests, like to let them speak for themselves. So with further ado, we have PK Kirksey. How you doing today? What's going on, man? I salute you. I salute your work. I appreciate you having me on. Nah, that definitely the honor is all mine. Uh, just getting right into it. Um, I just want you to tell your story and how you got to where you are today. Well, uh, once again, thank you for having me on and sharing your platform. Uh, my name is PK Kirksey. Uh, grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, Love Brooklyn, uh, still in Brooklyn. Uh, but my story basically is uh, my parents, who I always like to start with my parents. Uh, my father, he worked for uh, transit for 25 years before he retired. Uh, he unfortunately passed two years ago. Uh, my mother, she worked for Verizon for about 30 years and before she retired. But basically, I get so much of who I am from them. Uh, they did a lot of training, a lot of uh, 
knowledge and wisdom and to me, my brother and my sister uh, about how we should be as, a, as, a, as, a, as we grew up. So in turn, I wound up working for New York State Department of Vehicles for four years. My brother's been in banking about 15 years. My sister's been in banking about 13 some years. So they put that work ethic and that determination uh, inside of us. But after working for DMV for a certain amount of time, uh, you know, after you know being there for about 20 some years, I started seeing a pattern where I didn't see a lot of uh, black men working in the agency. Uh, and I used to wonder why, you know, what was the big thing, why? But then when I got into the interview process of being a part of the hiring, I started noticing that a lot of the men who were coming to the interview, they weren't really coming prepared as far as what they had on and it's prepared as how to uh, dominate or how to uh, impress in an interview. Um, so I started seeing that a lot of women were being hired, but not a lot of men. So I started to think, how can I make an impact or how can I assist in this matter? Now, mind you, when I first started in DMV in 93, a uh, gentleman, a black, older black gentleman I saw uh, named Mr. Phelps, he kind of made an impression on me by the way he looked. He always was, a, was in a suit. He looked professional. He was always, you know, dapper. And that made an impression on me to go along with the impression that my father used to make with him wearing suit and teaching us how to tie ties. So having those examples and that representation uh, impressed upon me. So when I started DMV, I started at the lowest level of grade nine, but I started dressing up uh, wearing suits, even though it wasn't required, because I know how important it is to uh, first impression and you want to dress how you want to be addressed. So uh, I just thinking about everything now, how our life and the people we encounter, uh, they impress upon us sometimes when we don't even know it or realize it. And so 24 years later, I wanted to have that same uh, impression or help individuals to get hired, to be prepared, to dress properly, but I didn't know how or what to do, what my next step should be. So I just started uh, thinking, you know, how can I be effective? How can I help men, first of all, get into work? Because uh, realizing I'm from East New York, Brooklyn, and if we don't, men and guys, if we don't get work legally, what are we going to do? We're going to do things illegally, fill up prison pipelines, things like that. So how can I do something to kind of assist in that manner? And that's where the idea for that suit you came about. And that, that's great. Um, you know, how how rewarding uh, has it been? I mean, like I said, it suited almost 9,000 uh, men. And, and, and just big props to you for um, taking your knowledge and experience and, and, and impressing it upon people who, who need it. Because interviewing is definitely a skill uh, that, that's highly overlooked, and uh, especially in our culture from, from, you know, how to speak. Uh, how to articulate things and, and, and as well as how you dress. So how, how rewarding has that been? Uh, it's definitely rewarding. I mean, you, you say over 9,000, um, definitely couldn't do it alone. You know, my brother, Jamel Thompson, uh, members like David Porter, uh, David Dimitri, uh, she's definitely been uh, part, part of the team and numerous volunteers, people who help us do this. So, um, 
just being able to do that and seeing the result is uh, extremely, extremely rewarding. When you see guys who um, get the job, you see guys dress up, you see guys wear suits for the first time, you see guys learn how to tie ties for the first time, you see guys have, who have gone through it because we do workshops and presentations, you see guys who have gone through that process and, 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 and they learn things from what we've been able to share with them and seem to have a result in their life. Um, where they're now making money. And we don't just try to, we don't just talk about um, getting employment. That's probably one of the stages, but other stages is uh, thinking about ownership, which I think is so important for um, black, especially black men, because you see in media, black women dominating, black women the fastest growing entrepreneurs, black women conferences. And I really love to see when a black businessman is out doing this thing, because number one, I know how challenging it is, it is for him to get to that point. Whatever point he's at, I don't care what, whatever point he's at, it took something, some, some mustard, some energy, some strength, some uh, determination to get to that point right there. So whatever point, just to see that, I honor that, I support that, and I push for that. So yeah, man, it's very rewarding because I know that we just got our foot wet and we're just really getting started and the things that we want to do and want to accomplish is just going to ha uh, happen by continued determination and pushing forward. Yeah, um, I, I know I mentioned uh, about you, you know, partnering with NYC schools, but I know it's other partnerships involved. Uh, you know, speak on um, how those partnerships relate uh, with That Suits You and, and, and how it's helping overall. Yeah, I mean, big shout out to New York City. Department of Education, which is one of our major partners that we allow. We started teaching high school image preparation. Uh, we call them choice workshops, change habits, options, education, effort, and success. Uh, we also go and shout out to CUNY, who allows us to go to colleges to teach uh, young men about the preparation and interviews and ownership. Now we've also, New York City Schools, gone into lower grades, like fifth and sixth grade, where we uh, have a modified version of just opening up their minds to just to think differently about relationships and things like that. But we also partner with organizations like Osborne, FedCap, uh, uh, numerous job training programs throughout the city, uh, but also with companies who are uh, clothing designers who donate to us brand new suits. Uh, Steve Harvey's donated a number of suits to us, uh, Macy's, um, custom design suit uh, agencies have donated to us. And that makes a big difference because we love to get suits from private individuals, uh, but sometimes those suits may not be the kind that we really want to donate. But when the companies give us those suits, they're brand new, they're clean, they're sharp, they're tailored. So it's just um, the partnerships that we have just help us to continue to do what, what we're able to do. And like going from that phase of wearing, uh, you know, your, your jeans, sneakers, you know, t-shirt, and then finally putting on that first suit, um, okay. it definitely ain't. It's no feeling like it. And, and then learning how to tie a tie. Um, I know that you have a some principles uh, that you teach with uh, tying a tying a tie. Uh, talk about that for a second. Yeah, and the thing about the suits for a second is. Um... We try to tell people it's not just about, the, like the suits is not the end-all, be-all. It's having tools in your tool belt. Um, you want to be able to have, when you go play basketball, you want to have that look 
play basketball. You ain't gonna play basketball and shoot. And when you, even though it's the same sport when you play, I mean, different sport, but it's a sport. Baseball, you're not gonna play for what you wear with basketball to play baseball. Different uniforms for different occasions. So a suit is something that when you put on a suit, big moment, big meeting, interview, taking care of business, it makes a statement. So that suit is making a statement for you. It's not just that the suit is everything. That's why the information and the workshops, what we teach, so important to go along with the suit. So with the ties, the ties is like a process that we don't really honor, I think, as much as we should. When my father was able to take the time out to show me how to tie a tie, that interaction, that uh, quality time, that learning, that is the template, really, for how a lot of relationships grow and are nurtured. So when we do that with the young men, it's not, yeah, show them how to tie a tie. It's that intimacy, that trust, that uh, building a relationship, <clears throat> older man, younger man, sharing, learning. And that's how uh, a lot of times you can do a lot of things in life. And we always try to tell them, just because you don't know how to tie the tie now, but I'm sharing with you, you're learning and you've gotten better. That's how you learn in life. You may not know how to do a lot of different things, but there's nothing wrong with saying, <clears throat> listen, I'm not sure. Can you repeat that? Oh, I don't know how to do this. Can no matter what age you are, no matter what level you're at, there's never anything wrong with saying, Can you repeat that? We put so much stigma on saying, because I don't know, that means you're better than me. No, I don't know. You're here for a reason to assist me. Now we both elevated because you helped me. I'm better. Now I can help someone else. But there's never anything wrong with saying, Listen, I didn't get that. Can you repeat it? Can you do that one more time? Run that by me again, uh, just so I can be sure. There's never anything wrong with that because you never want to be in a place where I don't know, but you're afraid to ask, which was, that was me in school. And a lot of my friends, we would rather not know than to ask because if we feel that if we ask you, then you're better than us. I'm lower than you, which is a foolish mentality, but that's how we thought a lot. Instead of saying, listen, I didn't get that. Can you repeat it? Can you share with me? Can you do that again? Now, I can, I can relate. Um, I went to I went to public school in, in Dayton, Ohio. And I mean, often, um, you know, I, I was a, a honor student, but I know I had friends that was uh, sometimes reluctant to sit in the front or 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 to ask questions or, or sometimes, like you said, it, it takes uh, an extreme amount of courage to to show ignorance, and, and, but the willingness uh, to learn and, 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 and remove that ignorance. Um, and, and that's something uh, that I try to use with my platform and what I do in, in mentoring as well is, is it's okay like so, to not know, but, but to stay in that mindset, is, that's the problem. Um, so now that, that, that's great. Um, you know, COVID-19, uh, it's impacted a, a, a lot of businesses and companies and and in the world. Um, you know how how has it affected that suits you? Uh, great question. Um, differently, different time. You know, prayers to all the people that have lost individuals during this time, lost income, lost everything. Um, we've been fortunate where we've been safe, healthy. Uh, me personally, as far as it affected me, I have a 94-year-old uncle who I have to see every day, twice a day. So since this whole thing started, I've been in the street. 
every day doing his shopping, uh, running his uh, fares, paying his bills. So I thank God that I've been healthy, my family's been healthy. Uh, but it's affected the business as we go into schools, we go into businesses and conduct workshops and give soups, pick up soups. So it's basically slowed that down to maybe 5%, but it's also given us opportunities for other things, such as uh, developing virtual programming where we can, we may not be able, be able to be there physically, but now we can teach 10 times more virtually. We can share that virtual programming with different schools where they can play it and keep it. Uh, <clears throat> so it's helped us that way. Uh, it's helped us to the fact that me personally, um, being I haven't been able to do as much that suits you work, uh, I've taken time to, I uh, always wanted to do my real estate, uh, get my real estate license, 75-hour course. Uh, I always used to say, I don't, I don't have the time, I don't have the time. Now I have the time, so I'm halfway through with the courses to get my license for that. I've also started a podcast, uh, um, Tongue Tied. So we interview people and we just uh, bring bring up people that's doing great work in the community, highlight their work, have conversations, learn. Um, so, you know, it's given us, I believe it's given people an opportunity to reset, to refocus, to re-energize, to uh, think about life, think about things that you want to do, but not just think, to put some things into action that maybe you put off for a while. I mean, so I'm very grateful for this time. I mean, it, it's also, with, you know, I have twin boys, 11 years old, so I've had to do uh, schooling. And that takes, you know, that takes time. You know, you got to monitor them. They're they not, they not going to school, so you're there all the time. You're working, so you've had to adjust your life. So it's been a total adjustment. But I have to thank God that everything has been, we're fine. Everything is going well. Um, but I do appreciate the refocus and allowing me to, to get with me and my brother for that suit you were writing, uh, that suit you kids, children's book. That'll be out uh, in a couple of months. So uh, nothing, nothing as you said, has affected that suit you. It hasn't stopped us, but it has allowed us to branch out into other areas, do some things that we wanted to. Uh, but always still work. Never stop working. No, I definitely uh, can relate to that. I said, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just like you. I had some things that I wanted to accomplish, uh, but I obviously, I, you know, in the, the regular rotation of the world, I, I would be busy. And uh, right. as the as the world kind of stood still, unfortunately, I, I made some commitments to myself uh, to work on. Uh, a lot of things that I've been wor wanting to work on and actually executing. And I, and I said for anybody uh, during this time, like this is, you know, you, there's not, not, I mean, of course there's online shopping, but there's not the physical, so much the physical aspect of going to shop uh, for extra things that you really don't need. Cause there's not too many occasions going on or there's no parties, there's no events or, or anything like that beyond virtual. So you got a lot of room to save money and put it towards, other projects that you may have been wanting to do and and so this is almost been the moment of the hustler is, is <laughs> what i call it i mean it's just the, the the like you said refocus uh rechannel you know a lot of things that you you want to get done and, and make it happen and uh so i definitely uh, have been uh on that path as well um you know what's crazy you know what's crazy um how committed so many guys were to the sports we really haven't had sports in months 
And we used to always think, like, what would I do without sports? But we've really been with, I mean, sometimes I'm up watching lacrosse, old lacrosse tapes on T. I mean, it's just <laughs> crazy. But at the same time, it allows you to, to really do some other things that you may be putting off. And um, just been appreciative for that. You don't want to look back and say, wow, these four months I've done nothing. Maybe that's good for some people. Maybe some people need to do nothing. But I, I'm glad that for the things that I've done during the four months, whether it's podcast, real estate, children's book, um, exercise, I made a commitment to exercise uh, every single day. I changed my eating. So I have made uh, significant physical and mental uh, progression during this time. Now, you mentioned um, you, you have twin boys. Uh, are identical or fraternal? Fraternal. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm an identical twin. Uh, wow. Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, it, over the years, um, our, our physical appearance has changed. Uh, we, you know, of course, we're two different people. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that, you know, I, 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 it was funny. I mean, I, just hearing that because you don't, you don't often hear about twins. So when right, you do, right. it's like uh, – it's a big thing. I know back home in um, Troy, I'm from, like I said, I'm from Dayton, Ohio, but in Troy, Ohio, they, they normally every year they have a twins fest mm-hmm. um, and where I, like twins from all over uh, come <laughs> in and uh, it's, a, it's a great event. Me and my brother ha- actually haven't had the time to go. Uh, we mm-hmm. said we were going to go, but obviously now, because uh, it typically happens around August. Uh, but he, He's in Manhattan too? Uh, no, he's actually back home in, uh, in Ohio. Okay. But yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe hopefully uh, somewhere in the near future we get a chance to attend because I, th- I feel like twins is like one of those. Uh, it, it's it's one of those great societies because it, it, everybody's not a twin, so it's like it's it's really uh, it's really great. I know y- being young growing up, um, the identity crisis hit us hit us tough though. I mean, you used to dressing alike, doing everything the same, and, and you know we branched away pretty much in our early teens. But um, you know. Video games. I always, mm. I always ask this. I mean, uh, you know, a, print, a large part of my uh, platform is, is in, you know, being a part of the gaming industry. Um, do you play, and what games do you play? Man, listen, I'm gonna tell you this. I was one, and this is this is fact. Madden came out in '91, I believe. Like a version of it. They didn't have all the teams, but '91 they had something. '92, I think they finally had all the teams. I was probably the biggest I'm talking about, I used to buy the books, go to tournaments. <laughs> Madden, I played Madden from ninety one, the first version, till two thousand and right when my sons were born. Two thousand around two thousand thirteen I stopped playing. I mean, but I used to play so much it was ridiculous. I mean, but I was nice. I was really nice. I was really nice. So the games that I played were Madden, uh I played live a lot. And I used to play some adventure games, but I used to go very hard. So I haven't really played them in like since I started the business since like maybe six, seven years. But I was one of the biggest Madden fans out there. No, oh, okay. Um, far as traditional sports, uh, who's who, the fa- favorite NFL, NBA team? My teams are different. Uh, Steelers football. Uh, Baseball, Red Sox, uh, basketball, unfortunately, the Knicks. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we had some years with Ewan and them, but ever since then, I mean, we did have that good year in 99 with Spree Wells, Houston. 
But other than that, uh, and yeah, those are my three teams that I, I've been rocking with. Yeah. But how, man, how did you end up becoming a Steelers fan? Well, you got to remember, I grew up in the uh, in the 70s. So um, they won four Super Bowls, you know, Eastern York. My my building, 195 Cozine, we were either Steelers or Cowboys. Steelers or Cowboys. So I always hated the Cowboys no matter what. Right. My was a Jet fan, and that just turned me off completely from the Jets. So, uh, but Steelers, uh, I've rocked with them since since I remember the first Super Bowl they were in against the Cowboys and they won. So, uh, yeah, I've been with the Steelers for a while. Now, I mean, for me, now I was a lifelong Nick fan. Um, the only thing that changed for me is um, obviously, uh, well, kind of obviously, when I got employed by Brooklyn, it just <laughs> it just was natural for me to become a, a Brooklyn Nets fan and. And the timing probably couldn't be uh, any greater, but um, it was a yeah. hard decision, though. Fans now. There's going to be a lot of bandwagon Brooklyn fans now. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's, uh, I think, what is it? Um, probably since the 03, 04. Like, now t- now people are more inclined. They they, they chase the, the, the players. They don't really, they don't uh, really chase it. They're they not really, like, you know, I came up, I'm like, yeah, I came up through the 80s. 90s you know people were die hard team fans like you know if a player left a wish bad luck on you whatever new player come in they embraced them and that was their team but now it's pretty much you know if you you know a lebron fan kd fan Kyrie, like whoever like you you're gonna follow they, them wherever they go right 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 yeah it's hard i can't do that i, I I'm, I'm more branded with the team i mean i do like what the net Nets are doing, but um, I I'm branded with the teams. Uh, so I've been with Steelers for years, Knicks for years, Red Sox for years, Brooklyn years. Uh, I was I was brought up. Well, um, you know it's um. You think that the Knicks are going? You, who who you think the Knicks are going to get, or who do you want them to get? As coach. No, well. Uh, Coach and in the in the draft in the in the draft, who, who do you want them to get? Well, I mean, we got we have a lot of work to do, but I think coaching is really big. So if they get Thibodeau, I mean, what's his name? Uh, that's how you pronounce his name? Thibodeau? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I I think he's he he can give them some of the things that they need as far as discipline, and they can't keep changing. Like if you keep changing, changing, changing stuff, that's definitely not good. So he will give them like a baseline and then they can get an identity known for probably defense or, you know, have some type of identity, even if it's not defense, some type of structure. I believe that he would be a good look for them. Um, I don't know why they never got on the Mark Jackson thing. I mean, I'm always hear rumors about different things, but they never went that way. Hey, but um, I think that he would have been a good fit for them. You know, Nick, uh, New York, Nick, uh, that guy, all that going with it. But hey, uh, pick somebody, get an identity. And with the draft, that's kind of a tough question. I mean, we haven't seen college basketball in so long. I'm like, I don't even know, like, who would be uh, biggest or where they would pick from. But um, this is a strange season. It's crazy. It's it's going on July and August, and we, we still haven't had a final. So it's just a very strange season. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back into sports. Baseball tomorrow. Um, NBA in August, I think, and then football. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I, that's when I can't became a Nick fan. I, I like Mark Jackson's rookie year. I like watching him and uh, Patrick Ewing uh, play together. And then uh, a lot of people are going to forget this uh, as the years go by. But it's not like Mark Jackson wasn't uh, under, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors wasn't under Mark J- Jackson's tutelage when they was putting uh, that team together uh, before they went on the run that they did. So that's uh, the biggest ever would they have still did it with mark or was steve kerr like that's the question that i guess we'll never have answered but we'll always be yeah i mean i think obviously uh mark jackson is more deep like he's definitely more defensive oriented but those guys were still playing i think at a comfort level on offense but he definitely you know defensive oriented guy he came up through the uh well most people argue that the defensive era are the most one of the more physical uh right. periods of the NBA. So uh right. definitely understood with that. Um you know looking uh you know now you do know that um you know the NBA two K league uh the Knicks do have a championship in the NBA. They do. Yeah they do. They act they won season one. Uh we're in our third year. And uh, they yeah they brought a title uh to New York so I mean, gotta get in. I gotta get into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's um it's a great league, up and coming. Uh, we're in our third season. Uh, twenty three teams now, twenty two uh, NBA affiliated teams. Hmm. Uh, one one uh, non North American uh, franchise and Gen G, uh, based out of Shanghai. Um, wow. But they and they actually operate in on the West Coast. But uh, it's definitely um. You know, if you if you like gaming, um, you know, obviously this year we're playing remote, but uh, typically we would be playing physical in an arena uh, in wow. a studio in New York. Um, so it, it's definitely uh, some. some this, everybody was coming to the studio. In, 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 in yeah. Um, the first two seasons we were in Brooklyn Studios in Long Island City. And then this year uh, we were moving, we moved to Manhattan. So. Um, this uh, you know it's it's been kind of bittersweet because we haven't we haven't stepped foot inside the new uh, studio yet, but uh, we've been playing remote. Um, the exposure has been great. We've been on ESPN too, uh, mm-hmm. multiple times. Um, actually, um, I've seen it. Yeah, so it's uh, definitely something to check out when you when you get get a chance. Um, I know you're busy in your lane and everything like that, but um, New New York, like I said, New York has been represented. Uh. Obviously, I'm operating the Brooklyn uh, side of things, and um, you know we we in the middle of the pack right now, but trying to figure some things out. But definitely uh, competing at all costs. Uh, so it's definitely uh, something to check out. That's what's up. You now, who who controls it? You do it, or you have other people that run the team? Like, how does that work? It's it's a five v five. Actually, each teams have six players uh, uh-huh. physically. Um, you have a six man, of course or woman and um they compete uh five v five um, you have somebody playing point guard shooting guard small forward uh power oh, forward and center that's what's up that's what's up <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's, it's a good deal um you know the players are paid they're professionals um a lot of things going into it the league is growing rapidly uh mm-hmm. so yeah you can uh check them out at you know at nba 2k league on all uh, social media platforms and uh you know youtube 
uh, website at uh, NBA2KLeague.com. Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something that's gonna grow. Um, obviously, you know, esports have uh, kind of taken off during this time because you can pretty much do it, you know, from anywhere. So uh, it's definitely gave us a, a lot of good exposure, and I'm just uh, excited to see what happens going forward. And that's kind of leading into, you know, kind of piggybacking around to that suits you. Like going forward, um, I see you got um some nice uh, virtual seminars going on. Uh, coming up in the near future, um, you know, it, and and that's obviously probably going to be something that's uh, pretty consistent in, until we get back into the physical nature of things. Just uh, talk about that a little bit before we get out of here. Yeah, I have uh, actually I have one tomorrow. We have a great partnership with uh, Queens Public Library where they have access to high school students. So we're going to do an image presentation and basically talk about um, how to make a great first impression. You know, one of the things we talk deal with is you never just want to make a okay first impression or I first impression. You want to make an outstanding first impression. Well, you, how does that happen? That doesn't happen by accident. You have to be deliberate and intentional. And it's basically the three V's: your visual, which obviously what you see, your vocal, tone, your uh, pitch, and your verbal, the words that you use. So how to articulate. So we're going to talk about some of those things. And also the 7-Eleven rule we're going to go into in the first seven seconds, people make about 11 judgments about who they think you are. So how to dominate the 7-Eleven, how to dominate the 3D. So we have workshops and uh, presentations that we deal with. So shout out to Queens Public Library. We have one with them. We did one with the uh, JFK, LaGuardia, uh, and Port Authority. Uh, we did one with them. We do them with schools. And it's basically uh, just sharing information, tips, strategies of how to uh, think about it. A lot of men haven't worn suits or don't know how to properly wear suits. Uh, how many buttons? How, do, how many buttons do you button? What colors should you wear? What combination? How to tie? We do tie trainings. How to tie? Every guy should know at least two to three different knots. How to tie a bow tie? What happens if you got to wear a bow tie? So diff just different tips and keys of how to rock that right look so that you can dominate and make that great first impression. I like that. Uh, I mean, it's crazy because um, I worked in healthcare for years uh, before I got into the gaming industry. And my brother, he worked in the medical uh, field um, as well, more in hospitals and things like that. And he actually had to wear, uh, you know, shirt and tie, every day and, and 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 so he used to teach me uh, a lot and uh i always liked that i mean me um i'm one of those type of people if i don't know something i want to learn um i use google to its fullest i use youtube to its fullest um i use the resources around me i i don't like not knowing and and, <laughs> and, and like that was one of those things like i would watch him tie his tie he would tell me about different tones and, and, and what color belts to wear with, with certain shoes and that like and, and everything and uh I always I mean he always always been a nice dresser uh when yeah. it comes to that and and I always keep him you know by my side when I need to uh <laughs> the, and my mom uh rest her soul she was the same way um mm. she always liked um she liked bright colors though she didn't like she didn't like dark dark colors. Uh, she always liked to put us in bright colors to stand out and, and different things like that. And, and most of the time, 
uh, what I would do um, later in my early uh, uh, years, in my 20s, if I had to get a suit or, or dress up or anything, I would go into the store, and if they had a woman who worked who worked in there, I would add, I would ask her like, "What do you I think just... I look nicer in?" Like, and and then uh, she, you know, they would proceed to picking everything out. I find most women like they like doing that. Like, I mean, <laughs> if, if they worked in the store, and I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was an easy it was an easy way to to make a friend too. So, but I definitely. Uh, <laughs> I remember those experiences, and uh, and I'm still learning, and I'm definitely gonna be uh, hitting you up and uh, learning a lot, a lot of different things and stuff like that because it's important. I mean, especially um, you know in the, in the corporate world and and just in beyond, like you say, just making the right impressions uh, on the path to, to doing whatever it is that you're trying to do. Right. Uh, it's definitely important, and, and it speaks volumes because uh, that's one of the things that I, I take on a role. Uh, in in the industry that I'm in is, is helping uh, the youth uh, try to live out their dreams because honestly working in esports and, and being able to make a living um, is, is, is a dream like I mean right. the most and uh, most people are trying to get to that and um, I just take a strong pride in helping people get to that um, just to, no, I, I appreciate it and same um, like I said it's, it's it's a lot of synergy here, so you know this won't be the the first or last time um, we talking or seeing each other. Especially uh, we're in the same uh, neck of the woods, so definitely um, have to yeah. link up uh, here soon. Uh, before we get out of here, I, I want people uh, to know how they can uh, learn more about that suits you, how they can follow or contact you uh, via social media. Uh, so you know, pitch away. Yeah, uh, thank yo, thanks again for having me. I appreciate you, man. Shout out to Maurice for putting us together and uh, for making that connection. Maurice is a solid dude. I appreciate him. Just had a birthday, so happy birthday, bro. Um, but yeah, PK at that sushi. Um, you can definitely check out our website at www.thatsushu.org. Uh, check out all social media at that sushi, T H A T S U I T S Y O U. Uh, check out our book, Suited uh, for Success, Volume 1 and Volume 2. It's basically uh, two books. Each have 25 different black and brown men sharing their stories of what they had to do to succeed, the challenges, the ups, the downs, the disappointments. Very motivational, very inspirational. Um, check that out at the website as well. Uh, if you want to buy the book. Uh, we have these t-shirts that suit you t-shirts. Uh, we got masks. Check out everything that we're doing. Everything is on the website. I appreciate you having me on your platform. I hope we can get together. Keep this uh, synergy, like you said, going. I like the energy. I like what you're about. And if, and if Maurice validates you, then you, you notarize. <laughs> That's the same way I felt. And, and, and it's definitely no hope. Uh, it will happen. Uh, it, it will happen. Uh, I just want to thank uh each and everybody who uh, listened to this episode. Uh, remember to follow the OG Two Cents podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, follow me on all social media platforms at OG King Kurt. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, go to www.ogkingkurt.com for everything OG King Kurt and the OG Two Cents podcast. Uh, shout out to my team, Dave at the 2K Zone. 
uh, Strider Visuals, Box Graphics, and Cy Evermore. Uh, check out the 2K Zone shows, uh, The Roundtable um, at 7.30 p.m., uh, the center, 2K Zone Center Stage every Monday, 8 o'clock, and every Wednesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Um, all shows are streamed um, on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash 2KZN. Uh, catch me on Esports Extra every Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Wednesday and Thursdays at 7 p.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. That's with host Larry Ridley, uh, myself, uh, Renee Montgomery, uh, Durbin Royale, uh, Antonio Williams, and Coach K. Uh, make sure you check that out. We're putting the sports in esports. Uh, make sure you tune in to next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OB2 cent. Look, I came into this world in 1978. The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great. 45, 42 Prescott, that's where I'm from. Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums. As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat. In my own lane, no. Far from where they crashing that dumb bar graduate. The game out of mastered it. Served in the Navy, look. Y'all don't know the half of it. Pops passing no one. Mom's passed last year. I know they up in heaven smiling down, crying mad tears. Cause they saw I'm making it. No telling where I'm taking it. My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it. Coached at Wayne High in 15 in one state. Seen the fork in the road and went straight. I know what I'm worth, I'm OG King Kirk, Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend, let's work, Yer. Hey, much love to the whole MPBA league, special shout out to the Brooklyn Nets gaming crew, we on our way baby, what's up JP, LT, Big West, famous enough, 2K comp games, Black Frank White, Brooklyn Nick, Rico, let's put this work in fellas, much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah.